0: The Vocal
1: Studio. Hi everyone. Good afternoon and welcome to the Vocal Studio Singapore's podcast. My name is Coach Haider and with me we have Coach Hasha.
2: Hi. I'm very happy to be here today. Yeah,
1: I'm very happy to have you here today. Thank How you.
2: are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you?
1: Good, I'm okay. Yeah. So it's raining outside, right? It's, it's raining, raining outside, outside, yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Of course, uh, they can't hear it, but uh We know that
1: it's raining outside. Yes, uh, usually for for our culture in Singapore, I think um, nice weather is associated with rainy weather, right? It's a romantic. Somehow, it's romantic, kind of it's pleasant home as compared
2: yeah. to being hot. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So recently, you just ended your concert. Yes. Are you want to share with us more about your concert and how you feel about it? Yes,
2: it was a fantastic experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had to run because of the COVID social distancing. We had to do four runs of it, which was a very big uh, learning experience for me because I've only ever done like single mm-hmm. shows, right? Mm-hmm. Well, this was uh, unless it's theater and acting, but this was four shows of one hour of singing. Um, Four shows? Yeah, over two days. so Back to back? Uh, back to back, with an hour okay. gap in between. Uh, and it was 90s Bollywood music, so I, I grew up listening to this. So I loved it. It was mm. really uh, very fulfilling for me to mm-hmm. actually do a show and share it with other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was fantastic. Interesting.
1: So it's ni- M- more towards 90s. The music? 90s
2: mm-hmm. film music, so Bollywood movies.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm looking for, film music yes. in, in, uh, in in our culture. yeah, Especially in the Malay culture too. We built our music Around film. Yeah. So and one of the, the influences is actually from Bollywood, from okay. Hindustan songs. In okay. case you didn't know now, okay, okay, now okay. we all yeah, know, yeah, right? Know that. Yeah. Interesting. So um and back in the nineties nineteen twenties to thirties we have this culture called Bang when we perform on stage. Okay. Uh and uh we, we we act, we sing, we dance. And it's somehow similar to, to Bollywood, right?
2: Right. So it's like a musical but this is on stage. Yes. But it's exactly what happens in films. Yes. So are you saying that the P. Ramli films from the era, were inspired by the Hindi cinema films. You
1: are oh, totally wow. right. Wow. Okay.
2: Okay. Exactly.
1: So yeah, wow. that was twenties, but Puramli was in the fifties and sixties. Okay. Up till now, he's the most influential person. Okay. Uh, in Malay music, and it's really interesting to to listen to how he, he incorporated um the instrumentation, mm-hmm. the voice, mm-hmm. and the, the way the way you sing it, right? The voice, and also the content, which is poetry, and somehow I feel there is similar similarity between that. Definitely, And there also, is, yeah. Bollywood, um, you know, Bollywood industry, um, the, way, the way you guys present the mm-hmm. song. Because I also grew up with Bollywood songs, mm-hmm. like Sharukhan, Sharukhan, yes, Khan, 90s. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, yeah, we understand that you actually sang those songs. Yes, how, yes. How, was, how is it, is it easy to sing mm-hmm. Bollywood songs?
2: Okay, so... Uh, I would say it's easier for me because I grew up listening to it. And I watched his uh, previous podcast. So mm. he mentioned how he grew up listening to one CD with his family as well. Um, so if you haven't checked out that podcast, mm-hmm. go and listen to that. But okay. um, So yeah, I grew up listening to it. So I would say it was, um, when you listen a lot, you can imitate, you can recreate it. Somehow mm-hmm. it gets into your uh, um, habit or psyche. And so when I want to sing, I already have these... Uh, certain, uh, this this little melismas that we are about to talk about in a a while, uh, that already exist in my voice. So I was like, oh, when I grew up, I was like, how did I learn this? And then I realized it's because I grew up listening to this. So it was something that I could do easily, but my other friends uh, who grew up listening to pop English music Mm. could not do it with that much of ease. And so they found it amusing. Uh, So, I mean... Not to be funny, but they would find it even funny sometimes because when I would go to karaoke and I would sing English songs, I would put in the melisma Mm -hmm. and they would be like, whoa, you know, like that's different (laughs) or that's special or sometimes it would be funny.
1: It's the tradition of Bollywood and melismatic singing. We can
2: say that it is, but uh, see, Bollywood music is film music. It's commercialized, Mm. right? what we listen to these days is extremely watered down and commercialized and blended with world music traditions, mm-hmm. jazz, yeah. different instruments that are not even from India, mm-hmm. not even mm-hmm. from South Asia, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so what we are listening to right now is really watered down. But yes, the singing, they have blended like the, uh, the melisma from Indian classical yeah. uh, yes techniques, yes. and mixed it with Western uh, progressions mm, mm, and mm. runs. So it kind of sounds Indian, but then it's still modern.
1: What's the difference between the Indian uh, culture and also the Bollywood culture? Because mm-hmm. I, I, from what I feel, it's it's really not, not in, the, in the part of Southeast Asia region because it's, it's, it's part of Indonesia, mm-hmm. Malaysia, and also Singapore. Yeah. But the Indians bring it here. How 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 different is it, the Indian culture and also the Bollywood culture? And singing? Okay,
2: so, um, I mean, of course, what we call modern-day India yeah. used to be South Asia, right? So it was all the same, uh, if you can say that it was considered the same country, mm. if we had the notion of countries. But there were different uh, dynasties or rulers in mm. the different places, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned about in the Malaysian music as well, there were the sultanate, and then there would be Correct. performers for them. Mm. So drawing parallel, this happened... Uh, even before when it happened in Malaysia in Singapore or whatever we called it, mm-hmm. right?
1: Tamasik. Tamasik,
2: Tamasik, that's right. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Oops. Uh, we call it Tamasik. So even before it happened there, it was already happening in South Asia mm. and I'm sure in other European mm. places as well, right? Mm-hmm. Um so the higher traditions or the mm. people who were learned, mm. right? They um actually had oral tradition. And so the Hindustani classical music, it actually dates really, really, really old. Mm-hmm. Um and it was actually very uh rag-based, so mm. there are scales, there are many, 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 many scales, yeah. so to say, and they have their own rules, and like, um, they're based on a certain time of the day, mm-hmm. they have, they're have connected to certain emotions, so that was like the high culture, so to say, right? Mm-hmm. Then on the other hand, we have folk music, yeah. right? In the villages, in the small towns, within families, they have celebrations, they have uh, sad occasions, they have birth, songs for the birth, songs for marriage, songs mm-hmm. for... A uh, girl becoming mature, pretty
1: much everything
2: every single thing you know if uh, I'm sure they were singing in the farms as well, so when mm-hmm. they' they have songs for farming, mm-hmm. uh, they have songs for uh, religious occasions and for uh, you know when it's time to harvest the crop, they've got songs for that mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. everything, right yeah. um, so that that is like folk
0: mm-hmm. music. Yeah.
2: Um, and that is considered it's not so high culture, it's not so proper, it's not so structured. Ah. It's just whatever they they had access to, whatever yes. instruments they had, they made the music. Yes. Um so and their singing was also very raw, mm-hmm. but they also had melisma because they probably heard it mm-hmm. from somewhere and they ha- they are influenced with it, so mm-hmm. they you know they must be hearing it somewhere and um so they are passing it down as well. And yeah. in Punjabi music, if I were to say, actually, what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. uh, about the folk culture, it's, mm-hmm. it's connected to Punjabi
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, culture because they were the farmers, mm-hmm. right, um, in the northern part of India. I can only speak for, nor- for Hindustani music and northern part of India because uh, my roots are from there. And I studied more about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so they actually had to uh, be very loud to shout across the fields, I see. so they were habituated to have very loud voices mm-hmm. and to sing very loudly, mm-hmm. so that people far away can hear them as well.
1: Similar to opera,
2: um, somehow. So, so opera is a very different, yeah, yeah, yeah somehow, somehow. Yeah. But opera is because of more. Uh, actually, I'm not sure what the history is, but yeah. in the theater, basically, you're not mic'd up. Mm. So, but I don't know what the yeah. historical context of opera singing was. Sim- um, yeah.
1: To to make it sim to simplify it, I think it's about. The way you present it over, because you don't have microphones. That's it. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's the similarity for sure. Yeah. Um. So, but it's also very rough and mm. coarse. You know, mm. that it's not like oh, I've got to be careful with my voice. I've got to sound gentle or beautiful. It's more about I have a message. I have a feeling. I want to emote this, and I need it to get to a lot of people and far.
1: Yeah speaking of the message mm-hmm. um what is the message about because in Malay yeah. songs right we we divide it into three categories one is uh, about love mm-hmm. second one is about patriotism mm-hmm. so between these two mm-hmm. yeah if if the presentation is strong and very harsh yeah. um, it's i assume it is more of nationalism
2: um, oh, it doesn't have to be. Doesn't have to no, be. No, doesn't okay. have to be. That's
1: art, okay? Yeah, that is cool. art, right? Cool. So
2: it is actually it could be anything. Could be love. Mm. Um, it, when we talk about folk traditions, like I told you, it could be really anything. Mm-hmm. Love, uh, romance. Uh, but of course, in the past, people were more conservative, mm-hmm. so they will use other words to replace things. When we, you know, we, we can't just sing "I love you, baby." It metaphorical. Has to, it metaphorical, has to, yes, and, exactly. And yeah, okay. That's so nice. they will talk about flowers meeting. Okay, this mm-hmm. is what old Hindi films used to do. Yeah. Because most of them, they have romantic stories. So mm-hmm. they will always show the flowers on screen. And even the lyrics will be like, oh, our love is like the blossoming of flowers. Mm-hmm, or something mm-hmm, of that mm-hmm. sort. So it's very mm-hmm. metaphorical. Um, so the folk music, it could really be about anything.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, when we talk about coming back to the Indian classical traditions when these uh when they had the indo-muslim culture coming in right so that's when uh it was like they started combining um indian classical music and also the influence of their own persian uh, mm. urdu and i think it was arabic actually their yes. poetry from from uh, the arabic poetry they used to um they started writing stuff that was meant for the indian mm. uh, region where people were speaking hindi urdu um uh, they used to call it bridge bhas- bahasa so Hindi
1: can I try to pronounce bridge it bridge bahasha. like the bridge yeah like bridge, bridge bahasa
2: bahasa so bahasa yeah so language bahasa yeah, is language language
1: similarity yeah bahasa bahasa means language right
2: bahasa means language language yeah.
1: in Malay it's called bahasa
2: yeah so it's I think that's because it's language. come from uh, Sanskrit. I think that word. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So okay. bridge bhasha is like a proper proper Hindu way of oh, Hindi see, see, way of really saying cool. uh, mm. language.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so, but of course for them it was like it's Hindustan, so mm-hmm. the land of the Hind.
1: Mm-hmm. So the
2: language Hindi.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so the language in Hebrew. the language,
2: yeah, uh, of uh, Urdu. Mm. So they started to write uh, poetry in Urdu. Um, meant for more common folk to listen to, right? Of course, it's for the um, people in the kingdom, the dynasty, the rulers, Mm -hmm. for their enjoyment, who also uh, were more versed with Urdu because they grew up there. Mm. Uh, Their dynasties had established there for very long. Um, So it was for their entertainment. And from there, uh, if I'm not wrong, it's them, there was Sufism,
1: yeah, the religious practice of...
2: So, there was, uh, there was songs, devotional songs for Sufism. Mm. Of course, in Indian classical music also, the songs were about devotion, mm. about love for the divine, about the weather. Literally anything that was to do with the mood of that rag, of that scale. Mm. So, if the scale is meant to be for morning time, they will, the notes will be very like um, suited to morning time. You know, it's quiet, mm. it's like the dawn, it's, I mean, it's the, the, the morning and um, the sun is coming up. So you can, when you listen to it, the way it's made, you can literally hear mm. uh, the voice. It's moving in a way that is very calming, it's waking you up
1: yeah. in that way.
2: Um, so, so it was very like, it could be about anything. Mm-hmm. And then in the Indo-Muslim culture, from what I know, there was Sufism. Mm-hmm. So there's, uh, that's like, uh, they had Kavali music. Right, uh, Kavali music is uh, the repetition of words, okay. and then um, they're just singing over and over again. And then people will; the more they listen to it, the more they they, they comprehend. Okay, this is what they're singing,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and they will sing it with different emotions, with different pressure points, different emphasis, and different parts of the words a few times. And they'll be clapping. It'll be, it's like devotional music, yeah. Yeah. okay. And then there was uh, there were guzzles. So ghazals is again is poetry. Mm. So it's all poetry, but different kinds. So there's Sufi poetry. Um, there's kavali, uh, mm-hmm. which is devotional, uh, worship type. Uh, and most of them were talking about love for the divine.
0: Most of them. Yeah. yeah.
2: Even ghazals, ghazals were more about longing and separation from the divine, or I see. from okay. with the relationship okay. with the divine.
0: Yes. Um,
2: and I think it was like a. Uh, also, a way to talk about your lover, mm-hmm. but not reveal, mm-hmm. right? That mm-hmm. it's a, uh, it's a non divine relationship you're talking about, so that it doesn't seem impure.
1: Meaning, if you are singing for someone else, then it's about the person.
2: Yeah. So you know, you don't. Re- people don't really want to publicly. Declare, declare that declare oh you know, you know I'm singing, singing for to you do. because this person is not important God is important more important okay. you know that kind of thing
1: so it's not a straightforward it cannot um, be
2: straightforward yeah,
1: singing.
2: yeah. But, in but terms you of know,
1: content yeah, it's yeah so in
2: terms yeah. of content but you know this is what we know from the mm. history and what we've been taught of course back then we really have to be back there to know what actually happened yeah. Right, we don't know if if they were really singing for their partners in private or something. We wouldn't know.
1: Yeah, but in, in this modern culture, I mean, if you want to put that divinity in the, in the song, um, it it usually is um, we change it to mm. love so that someone else can relate to it. Exactly right, especially yeah. in 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 the music and film um, context. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. if you if you push it too much into the the Sufism part, then I think. Um, not many would would be able to comprehend what you're talking about, yeah. <laughs> right? So I think these days, and uh, it, it keeps the whole message of the song pretty much simple, yeah, as compared to last time, yeah. Like because right now, if I took take a look at um, "Gurindam Jiwa," a Malay mm-hmm. song,
0: okay,
1: as uh, someone who was born in the '90s, mm-hmm. looking back at a song that is being composed in the '50s or '60s, mm-hmm. it's very deep. Okay. For me to understand, okay. Uh, so I think that's one of the reason why the songwritings and also the content is being uh, changed mm-hmm. uh, to to fit the current culture that we are currently mm-hmm. in right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Okay. So bring back over to ghazal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Malay music has ghazal too. See, I think it's quite similar because we sing about divinity and and about about God and, and, yeah. and everything. But um, what's what's the instruments like for for
2: Okay, Hindi um, I know there's a, always a harmonium, at okay. least in modern days. And I think even up to like, I mean, if you talk about the um, 19th century, 20th century, it's mostly, I mean, the modern times, mm. basically, it's mostly harmonium, tabla. Um,
1: harmonium,
2: tabla so according. I am not aware of like, really ancient, what they used to play with. I know that during the time where this Ghazal culture was coming up in uh, the time of Amir Khusro, So Amir he was Khusro. the big, big father of... Uh, like Urdu poetry, mm. so to say, right? Yeah, a few they mentioned, but the, one of them, he actually transformed the, uh, the uh, one of the instruments, Indian s- instruments, and he came up with the sitar. Was it the yeah, sitar? Were,
1: yeah, that the, was in my head. Sitar. Yeah, so I think example. the
2: sitar, and then there was another instrument that he came up. He he changed it from a from from five strings to three strings, Ooh, okay. so it became a different instrument. Mm. Yeah, I think it's sitar. Sitar was okay. the
1: three strings. It would be interesting to listen to uh, a song, uh, uh, um, a a song that mm-hmm. I know, and a ghazal gazal song that you know. Let's sure. Should we try? Yeah, to let's do that. Let's do song. that. Okay. Okay. Let's use my phone.
2: Okay, but uh, I can look up the other one. Yeah. My one. Okay. Also, but it's gonna be a modern uh, rendition of it. This one,
1: uh, it's na two thousands early two thousands. Okay. Okay. This is one is called ghazal untuk Rabi'a. Rabi'a is a lady's name. Okay. But we all know when we, we talk about ghazal, then we are actually writing about love for the divine. Okay.
2: Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. In actually, I would like to clarify for the uh, Hindi for the Urdu and Hindi culture right now these days, ghazals are actually not um. Not always been about. They were about the divine, okay. but then it also became about love, longing, and separation. Yeah. So it's like the context is okay. you're not singing for some some very important people. Mm. You're singing for your friends, or oh, it's just a gathering. It's yes. like a mm fill.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: Okay and. Uh, uh, in this mehfil, you're just singing your f- pain and your emotions mm-hmm. and you're sharing it with other people
1: are there dancing also um, um, in the Rizal performance
2: there could be uh, so there, there's this tradition of katak or oh, the katak. dance so it's like a it's, once again it's not proper classical dance but mm-hmm. it's considered like a more um, entertain for entertainment. It's very yeah. emotive, and you know they're expressing certain. They are trying to dance out the the emotion of the song, mm. but mostly it's very um, it's a bit sensual. Mm-hmm. It's a little because you know you're expressing your emotions on your face for and people to watch, also. and you're smiling. And yeah. like for women to do that uh, in front of men, it's it's considered pretty sensual right? You're expressing yeah. your feelings freely. So, from conservative, the high culture was very conservative, like, oh my mm. gosh, if you, you can't dance in front of men. If you do it, it means you're a courtesan, or you're a, um, uh, you know, we wouldn't say prostitute, but that was the the mm. idea back then, right? When the English, British came in, they kind of labelled these arts as being prostitution. But it wasn't c- prostitution. Mm. It was just more of um, like, high culture of dance and emotions and sharing it with certain... Sharing it. High, it's
1: about sharing and engaging men. and interacting. It,
2: it could be seen as putting prostitution. putting everyone together in a culture to, to Yeah, but it's it's the, the dance kind mm. of became... The art form kind of became muddled with um, uh, prostitution. I see. So which was very uh, horrible because I have a lot of friends who do katak and they tell me that the history is very painful for them to mm. listen and hear about um, how they are... Um, Teachers, teachers, teachers—you mm-hmm. know—were like uh, thrown away to the sides of uh, society because of the misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, basically, there's a lot of um, that to be debate, to be debate, to debate about if we talk about the history, um, because we can never say that this was true for sure. There's—it's the whole of South Asia is so huge. Yeah. Yeah. So but okay coming back to our ghazals and what remains of the ghazals right the poetry so yes. basically it's longing mm-hmm. separation desire for hindi and urdu. What about malay is it is it only for divine?
1: Uh, no it's not only for divine. We have this term called zapin zapin gaza okay. where we actually use these gaza instrumentations and also um, the poems in, in the song to to perform uh for Malay dance. Okay. Because basically for whatever songs or performances that you go to Esplanade or the indoor or outdoor concourse everywhere, when 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 uh, you see Malay Malay ladies dancing to the songs, mm-hmm. they are actually performing to Gazal music.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. All yeah. right.
1: And it can also be about love. Okay, I yes. see. It's not limited to just divine. So right. it's it's open to every everything. Okay, all yeah. right. So back to the song that we want to showcase okay. you is actually the song called Gazon Turabia. shall you shall i go first yes go for want? it okay.